Hey, welcome to Tone Talk with Mark Uzanski and Dave Friedman. It's uh, Ask Dave number 17. We're going to punish him with questions tonight. Uh, I hope everybody's doing great. It's Friday night. And what time is it? It's uh, 9.02. So we're not that late. I saw someone in the chat say, let's see how late they are. We're not that late. Come on. We're not out normally that late. And if we are, it's for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. someone's stuff isn't working. Tech, tech, <laughs> technology issues are usually what's causing the issue while we're late. Um, but hey, what's going on? I see Ben's in the chat there. Dan Pfeiffer. Hello, people. Oh, my God. I'm going to choke. It's uh. And it's I see Mike Kretz, you're asking already where your VTM is. I should have it for you this week. Get ready. I'd, so I'll send you an email when it's ready. Cool. Yeah. You still have some stuff left over from that you want to sell. I do to. have a few things left over and a couple extra things that I had sitting around that I thought I'd bring up. So, you know, we still have two of the Digitech Ricochet pedals. That no one seems to want to buy from me, or they say they're going to buy it and then they don't. How much were they? Um, you got me. <laughs> oh, Hang on, you, I can tell you a price. You want to go in reverb? Uh, uh that's what I was going to do, but okay. Um, Jay, they start from used 113. Yeah. Um cheapest one is 113. 100 bucks. I have two of them. 100 bucks. Boom. Uh if so, friedmanamps at gmail.com just email me. I have two though. And then also the thing that didn't sell, which I can't believe didn't sell cuz awesome pedal, is the the uh uh dual parametric equalizer, the TC dual parametric equalizer. That is a cool boost, man. Really good. And Mark? Oh, uh, I didn't. I thought you had a price on it. How about it. a price? Because uh, I don't remember what I said before. TC, and it's the EQ. TC, dual parametric uh, equalizer. Uh, use 250. That's what you. $200. Cheaper. There you go. Yeah, because two fifty is that's the cheapest one, and the rest of them are like three hundred, and that's shipped in the U.S. And if you want to go to Europe, that's a different story. I have to charge you for that one. Uh, and then you know the other thing that didn't, I think that was a hundred bucks too. The Boss Multi Overtone, which is kind of a pogish sort of deal. It really, it's really pretty cool. I think I had this. At least it looks like it says a hundred dollars. Yeah, they they started from one nineteen. Yeah, a uh, hundred dollars for that uh, multi overtone. I've never heard that pedal. What what's that sound? It's like? really cool. It's kind of like it does a bunch of stuff like kind of pog like kind of stuff, octavy kind of stuff. Oh, okay. synthy octavy kind of things. Really good. And uh, two other things, just that I never brought up before. I have two. A little bit dusty, even tied time factor pedals. Delay Ooh. pedal. I have two of these. Time factor pedals? Yeah. Yeah, the even tied time factor. Awesome. Okay. Awesome delay. And I have two DD3s also. 
one is pretty much mint and the other one's a little beat up. So the even tie time factor used starts at 170. So those are each 150 and the uh, DD3, I don't even know what that goes for. That's really okay. cheap. Let me see. Boss DD3. Use 95, it starts. So the more beat up one, 75, and the cleaner one would be 90. Okay. And that's it. Our sales portion of this show is over. <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything else for sale. <laughs> I clean. I kind of clean myself out um, unless I start, like, selling things that I really like. So... Um, everything's for sale oh good i got somebody who said mark love the pickup sounds great not sure which one you got but uh, glad i'm really glad i didn't hear from half the people that i sent the stuff out to most of the people that i sent the stuff out to, i didn't hear from so um i assume that they got it and everything's good except for the big stuff like the amps um so hopefully everybody got stuff and because i've been saving saving the receipts to make sure like some just in case somebody's like hey i never got my stuff and, I, and i'm like all right i gotta go you, you would have heard from them already i i know but i'm like so anal about it. i'm just like all right i want to make sure i have the, all the receipts and the just in case so if anybody can get their shit just let me know um We'll have another sale, definitely, at some point. Oh, I got more stuff. I, I might just do a little bit at a time because that was a little gnarly. Yeah, it was <laughs> tough. Yeah, it was tough. It was like, oh, my God, I got to get this all sorted out. Uh, will Friedman produce a JJ pedal? You can do that sound with our BEOD. There's good. nothing like there won't be anything more m magical about it or anything. Except that J Jerry will just get a piece of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Start uh, to argue the fact of not doing it. Uh, Romy wants to know, anyone play the small box 50? What overdrives do you use with it? Oh, that's cool. Uh, you know, out of all your amps, Dave, well, except for the signature ones, I've never played a small box, which, of course, that's the amp that you love. I love that amp just because it's simple, you know. Right. Yeah. Um. And you know, and and it's funny. Uh, the the drive channel in that amp, I can do other things too, also without affecting the plexi channel. So it's kind of fun. If someone wants something different, right? That's cool. So um, I knew this was going to get get asked. Whoa, what's up with those amps back there? New gas. <laughs> Uh, no, that's actually for uh, that Matchbox. is a Matchbox 20 rig. I was going to say hey, Matchbox Matt. 21. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Matchbox 20. There, there's a better look. Let me make you. Let me make yours. Uh, your large solo layout here. Okay. There you go. Oh wow, that's a nice rig. Um, so two. Two three monkeys, two e stamps. You were saying, yeah, they're redundant backups. Uh, oh, two two um, whatever supersonics and two JC one twenties. So they're all kind of redundant backups, and then an effects rack. This is a rig I didn't do. I I did uh, I did Kyle's rig years ago. Um, 
but this is a rig that someone else did and it's here for me to um well shall we say unfuck it <laughs> so i have to unfuck it <laughs> it was so, fun, and now you have to unfuck it i have to unfuck it it was fucked in many ways i have to unfuck it multiple times <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh yeah. well well sounds like a lot of fun um fixed and optimized by rack and is that all connected that whole rack thing is connected to each other oh well it would be if you connected the cables yeah sure oh i see but but they're individual pieces yeah yeah they're individual pieces sure 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 i see okay it's a it's big and dumb and and some would say maybe why do you need all this stuff to play matchbox 20 but uh you know but it does look kind of neat <laughs> yeah it looks it looks cool it and, looks impressive and they're uh they're a big band so why the hell not right at least he's using yeah. real amps yeah. at least he's using real amps exactly we love that yes so <laughs> yeah that's for sure hey you by know, the way you, I, you don't go through the rig run through run down see all the pretty guitars and all everything all right what are you using for amps and then you see a, a, a axe effects floor pedal right oh all right, let's move on to the next thing. <laughs> let's go to the bass player. Let's go to the <laughs> bass player now. Hey, by the way, I want to um, thank Matt from Rock and Roll Research Podcast. Um, uh, check out the Rock and Roll Research Podcast on YouTube. It's a show. I was asked to be a guest on the show, um, and he sent me a cool shirt. So thank you, Matt. I'll give you one of those because uh, that's that's your logo for your shirt. Um and uh, it was really cool. He actually interviewed me about my career in research in healthcare research and what I do um, for a living, what I've been doing for over a quarter of a century, which is crazy. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I've been doing it for about 26 years now. And uh, it, it was really cool to be interviewed about that and then also be interviewed about the show. So and then kind of the overlap of both. So I uh, check out the show if you uh, it's like. 35 minutes 40 minutes if you guys can check it out i think you you may enjoy it i talk about kind of the future of healthcare and some of those other things with with matt really nice guy cool. yeah so thanks matt um i guess we didn't really answer rummy's question about what kind of overdrives to use with it the small box 50 that is we kind of glossed yeah. right over that <laughs> well, no he was actually i think he was actually actually asking people in the chat what they use but i mean what would you recommend though well, I mean, I mean, I don't really find myself would need an overdrive with that amp, but I, I suppose it, you know, you got to tell me what you're going to do with the amp, what kind of things you need to get out of it. So, I mean, you know, like Klon style pedals, J Rocket kind of Klon style pedals uh, always sound good with most of my amps. That's always a good choice. Um, what would you like to do with it? I mean, like, where where does this overdrive need to take you? Like, does it need to take you into a metal thing? Does it need to take you just as a lead boost? You know, Tube Screamer is always good, still. For kind of more mid-rangey. Klon, Tube Screamer, good for more mid-rangey lead boost. Or uh, Cusack Screamer is a great pedal. Hmm. Uh, if you guys don't know about those pedals, those are awesome. Yeah, on Cusack Screamer, man, that that thing's awesome. So uh, it's a it's a it's 
has its feet in Tube Screamer, but it does more. It has more gain. It, it just uh, will tighten things up nicely. Well, it's just an amazing pedal. Hmm. It's kind of a favorite, closet favorite of mine. Get a chance to see him at Nam. He wasn't at Nam. Oh, he wasn't there. No. Oh. No. Well, I was for a day. Yeah, it's very weird wa- walking in on a Saturday and not being hungover. <laughs> so I was joking around. I go, this is a new concept. <laughs> but, but by the end of the day, were you uh, were you drinking while you were there? Did you have a few beers and stuff? A few, not 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 really, not really much of anything, really. I, I pilfered some off uh, off uh, Sean Tubbs at Rev. Oh, cool. Uh, they had some whiskey and stuff, and Avisha uh, uh, Shabbat. I, I got some off of him, so a couple beers, and then uh, and Kevin from Iconic Guitars had a room in the Hilton, and he had some some drinks. So, Was Voodoo Lab there? You know, supposedly there they were, and I meant to go looking, and I didn't. <laughs> oh, okay, because usually he's got a little little. Yeah, I don't know if, if uh, I don't know if Josh was going to be there or not, but um, That's yeah, I'm not sure. To, I was trying to remember Josh's name. I was just like drawing a blank. Yeah. Um. So, what'd you think of Nam? It was, uh, you know, it was uh, for the people that were there. It was actually surprisingly busy. For most for most vendors that I talked to, it was busy. Um, it was an interesting concept this year for us because we had um just a meeting room so our sales guys were manning the meeting room and there was a a few new products in the meeting room that only got shown to dealers and um that's an interesting i mean they were busy all the time with appointments for for their a lot of european dealers not so much u.s dealers right and so, where was was the room at Nam, or was it in? Yeah, it was right on the show floor. It was just a little ten by ten office, essentially. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I that's mean, a, that's a different concept. Yeah, well, it's a place to have take the meetings of the people that do go to. Yeah, you Nam can show want to see the product most of the time. To be honest, they don't get the hear. Most really, of the time, yeah. dealers never listen to the stuff. Right. They 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 hear about it, or maybe they hear someone play it for a second. Uh, but you know, a lot of times they just want to know the details about it. And then, well, at a certain point, your brand becomes to a point where they don't necessarily need to hear it. Like in the beginning, of course, everybody wants to hear it. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah, Um, absolutely. So I don't know. I, I think it was kind of good. I kept, I kept looking, eyeing the booth that was right butting up to the, the meeting room, which was just like a 20 by 10, like open floor space. And I'm like, if we had that meeting room and just this 20 by 10, that would be cool. Hmm. We'll see. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Oh, well, if this, you know, it, that's cool. Even then you're thinking about it. So, uh, it, maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Right. If we can do it on a small scale, maybe. Right. It doesn't need to be as big as it used to be. Uh, no, I don't think it'll ever be that again. Well, I'm glad I got to, I was talking with Vinny, uh, and, our friend Vinny Moretti and I mm-hmm. said, at least we got to experience it. You know, the, 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 the full tilt, the full tilt. Hedonistic, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Whatever Hedonistic you want to call it. It was just a madhouse of 
madhouse uh, of people playing and drinking yeah. and yeah it was it was a fun time it was really great i'm sorry sorry to see it go nam killed it but um by the way um make sure you guys press subscribe and click the bell all right and uh check out our sweetwater link below uh sweetwater's uh, we are we are an affiliate for sweetwater and then also check out fixpedalboards.com and check out all the products that they have and tim and he'll help you out if you want to reach out to tim if you want to build something on a pedal board he'll, i'm sure he'll help you maybe yep. he will. will he help him help <laughs> build something on a pedal board probably not he'll sell you things that he has right if he has things on his pedal absolutely yeah. there you go so um all right let's get to some questions here um dan crow Dave, Mark, what are your favorite clean amp tones and why? Well, I'll always go to Fender for clean amp tones. Yeah, really. black blackface, uh, super reverb, amazing. Yeah, deluxe is great. Um, a twin can be great. Older ones, um, even the the amps behind me, the JC one twenties, which are shoved in a rack, and those 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 are cool. Those are really icy clean. Yeah, that's really. But, they, but they're cool. They're cool sounding though. That's eighties. You can put some chorus on that. Yeah, it's really totally. serious eighties yeah, chorus. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that's some of the best stuff. Blackface, old old blackface fenders, and um, those JC one twenties. You know that that was the shit. Yeah. Now, what do you think about taking a like a a blackface fender or a deluxe and running a distortion pedal through that and the tone that you get from that? That can be great. You know, you have a wide variety of distortion pedals out there, right? Uh, on on how you'd like it to sound. I mean, it can it can be great. It cannot be great. It it, it's, it really depends on what you put through it. I think my experience was always that it was quite boxy sounding and uh it depends on what you put through it again you know like yeah. i mean a beod through a fender sounds amazing sounds yeah huge. sounds huge uh so i've never um, really tried it a uh you know the 5150 pedals you know if you want a high gain thing through a fender sounds great um it, it there's a there is a thing about it there is a headroom thing that happens with the like kind of high headroom clean with the overdrive pedals and and that's hard to explain it would also what kind of music are you playing too you know right if it would right. really work or not yeah yep uh, i mean it works for um russian circles yeah it does you know and it sounds great so i was i was go. i was just watching uh chris shiflet who was they were doing a rig rundown on his solo thing yeah he uses a tumness for, yeah and for most of his game that he was used you know getting and well uh, solo things like country country style kind of thing isn't it yeah sort of? yeah yeah exactly and yeah that's you know he doesn't need very much drive no but he had more than i actually thought he was would need when he started playing on it uh fan of the wild great to see you too man thanks for uh watching the show we really appreciate it uh it's, we haven't done an ask dave show in a while um Let's see. I found a VTM in a pawn shop last week for like a hundred bucks. Wow, that's a good deal. That is a screaming deal. 
Yeah. Even if it didn't work, it would be a screaming deal. Yeah. Uh, that's a pretty little. What's 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 the where was it? That's a pretty little red amp behind Dave. Care to comment? That's uh that's a three monkeys. That's a three monkeys. Actually, I I didn't pay attention to which three monkeys they are. I'd have to go look. <laughs> are they still in production? Three monkeys? I don't think they are. I think they're. I think they're not. I, I know yeah. Three Monkeys still makes some accessory cables and things like, um, um, like power cables, like um, do-it-yourself power cables, uh, no solder, and uh, there oh, might be yeah. some. There might be some audio cables too. I don't know what's going on with that. Your Three place Monkeys made some cool amps. They were cool. Yeah, they they were cool. Your place does look very clean and organized. Did you move into like a different area? I'm in the, the front of my shop. Yeah, I'm oh, not in in that. And I just since the rig was sitting in the front, I just displayed it. <laughs> yeah, I like I like how it looks. Yeah, so that's what the deal is with that. That's cool. Um, it's a nice rig. Uh, when are they going out on tour? I I think uh well I have no idea. I mean I need they need the rig back end of the day Tuesday so oh it must be hitting the road must be doing something. Hopefully it all works by then. So um I think the the coolest product that I saw out of Nam was that Benson Echo Rec. Yeah, that was super cool. Did you see did you get to see it in person? Just a little. Now, of course, it, it is expensive. Of course. Well, it needs to be because that's a a gnarly thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, they said it takes a full day for a person to build one. Yeah. So I can imagine. Yeah. That's for a true Benson lover. I mean, look, I've always wanted to get a real Echoplex. Um, is was was a Benson Echo Rex so, similar That's to an different. Echo Plus? Totally different than Echo Plus. Totally different. It's not a tape echo. Oh, really? It's a drum echo. I don't know how it works exactly, to be honest. Oh, okay. So they're two different two, two different, different technologies. Yeah, two different things. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Uh Mike Fuller as a guest. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Uh if he wants to come on. Uh, that would be a that should be interesting. Yeah, I, was... <laughs> uh, I I can reach out to Mike. I mean, I I know him. Um, yeah, ask him to come on. I mean, mm -hmm. he's not doing full tone anymore, so I mean, still owns the rights to it. I think. Um, when's Nuno coming on? Uh, probably not. Uh, I don't think Dave knows him. I don't know. I could maybe find a way to him, but we'll, we'll see. Their new stuff sounds really cool. Yeah, I, I I would have to admit some of the new stuff is cool. And you know, I and I saw Gary Schroen singing with uh, Joe Perry. Did you see any of those videos? No, In the Joe Perry project. And oh, you really? know, the Joe Perry project. Oh, yeah, yeah. There were some recent shows that they had done, um, and it was uh, Gary Schroen singing lead vocals. And just Joe and a bass player, and man, it was um, actually the, the the Joe was looking great. He was playing great. It was awesome. 
Oh, awesome. Yeah. I'll check that out. Yeah. And some Gary good, good, good is stuff singing. on YouTube. And Sharon is singing. Sharon singing. And actually, you know, I don't, I'm not normally always the biggest fan of Sharon, but actually singing the stuff he was singing with Joe Perry, it was perfect for him. Hmm. It was great. He was great. Yeah, I can't say I'm a like huge Sharon fan. Actually, not even a big Sharon fan. Um, I wasn't at all, but honestly, with singing with Joe, it was awesome. Hmm. So, and the new stuff sounds pretty cool. So, yeah. and and Nuno's playing is top notch. So, yeah. Uh, how was the Nam experience, and what were you most excited about? Uh, we kind of talked about that. What were you most excited about that you saw there besides the Echo Rec? Well, I guess not in the Nam show, but uh, Iconic Guitars has a new single cut guitar, and it was awesome. I went online and saw them. They look beautiful. I went, I went, I, you know, I don't know, even know if online does it justice. Probably not. Uh, it, it, there were some really well thought out things with it that were just awesome. They were so, it was so comfortable to play. It was, it was great. They have a 60s neck and a 50s neck. And I like the 60s. I like the little thinner neck. And it was a little thinner than a Les Paul. And there's some body contours and stuff. But just all in all, it was just stellar. Made me want to buy one. So they, they they look kind of expensive when I saw the. <laughs> well, they can be. I mean, I I I don't know. I think it ranges. It's like seven grand. Well, uh, no, I don't know if it goes that high, but maybe. No. Um, I th I thought it was like forty-two to sixty-five-ish or something. Okay, maybe I was wrong. Yeah, or maybe seven. I don't know. Okay, depending on what features and things and. Right, it, it was a super. If you super get a flame maple neck with a 5a flame top with scrape binding and this and that yeah it starts to add up yeah yeah uh bass boomer uh how do i purchase i guess you're talking about dave's pedals and if so just email dave just email me at friedmanamps at gmail.com and we'll work it out there's several ways we could do it okay uh would dave sign a pedal if needed Sure. Busted. Yeah, of course. Sure, why not? Um, let's see. Any experience with the front load diesel cabs? Um, not really, to be honest. I've never sat there and a beat them to anything, so no. I don't. I I don't really have any experience with it. Hmm. You know, there was a, a local sale. A guy was selling an angle. Is it a Fireball or Powerball twenty five? Mm -hmm. um, with the two by twelve cab for nine hundred and fifty bucks, living uh -huh. like a block away from me. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need it? <laughs> no, I don't need it. So I, I, I decided. I was like, No, don't do it. Don't do it. So even though it was a good, it was a good deal. Actually, I think Michael ne Michael Nielsen wrote me. He's like, the head's an okay deal. The cab, you'll have a hard time selling. And I was like, yeah, you're probably right. So I didn't buy it. Um, are tubes still ridiculously priced? Dripping. In uh, well, they're more. Uh, I guess it depends on what ridiculous means to you. Um. I mean, they they've they've definitely gone up a lot. So I mean, you're you're gonna spend eighteen to twenty dollars on a preamp tube. So 
I don't know. Is that a lot? He used to spend maybe 15. So, I mean, it sucks. I mean, it I sucks, it, but it that's the way it is. At least they're still in production. Could be worse. Could be worse, yep. Uh, Mr. Anderson, hey, guys. Def, thank you, by the way, for the super chat. Uh, definitely didn't need another amp. Just scored a JCM 900 SLX. I heard those are cool. Um, signed by the legend himself. Really? Signed by uh, Jim Marshall? Wow, that's cool. Uh, wanted to ask what mods can be done potentially improve it can i send it to dave can you mod a jcm 900 i'm actually as we're i'm actually glancing at the schematic right now um can i i maybe could do something i don't know any common mods i haven't done them before but um looks like you could do a few things maybe um maybe sorry i'm just trying to look at it here and um it's an odd kind of a little bit odd but yeah yeah it looks like you could do something but okay. it looks like it might sound okay as it is um I'm trying to make sense of something I'm looking at here, so sorry. It's all right. Uh yeah, there's definitely some things you could do now that I'm the way they write these schematics are they're hard and horribly hard to read. Um yeah, I could do some stuff. I mean, it's not the most ideal amp to mod. All right. Well, you already bought it. So I want to take a listen to it first, see what you think. Yeah. That's always a good thing to do. Um, Tim Connors, I heard uh, you know how to do some of the Mark Cameron mods. Sure. Were you, were you involved with him back in the day? Would you mod my Soldano Hot Rod 50 to one of those specs? Um, I was involved with Mark only for a brief period of time when the amp, when his amps came back. Um, Hot Rod 50 to that. Um, yeah, I, yeah, you could, you could do it. Um, I'm trying to think if that's the most ideal amp to do it on, but yeah, yeah, sure. You could do it. Sure. Okay. Uh, uh, I can't do it right now. I am swamped to the gills, though. So, I'll just email you and email me, and we'll try to set up something. Yeah. Richard, what makes a SLO so unique? Does the lower watt version capture all the magic? Well, I I love my SLO thirty. So, um, what makes an SLO so unique? Um, Just, I mean, it's just the preamp section that he he kind of came up with. There's a certain cold, cold clipping stage that he put in there that kind of lends to the sound. It's a bit okay. of a it's a bit of a fuzzy sound in some respects until you get the volume up a little bit. 
It, ha- it has a character all of all its own kind of to the overdrive. I agree. Uh, it's the 39K resistor, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> um, it is the 39K resistor. Is uh, it? Uh, yeah, it's just it's just the preamp section that he came up with. It, it kind of this con- controlled, he used to call it controlled clipping. Um, it's really all in the preamp, though. I mean, the power section is very much a, a Marshall, kind of. Uh, 6L6s, sort of. A little stiffer filtering, generally. Uh, Brad's Guitar Garage. Dave, do you find yourself altering circuits for greater reliability in amps destined to be dimed into load boxes? Um, Not generally. Generally speaking, I stay with the stock circuit. You could put uh, slightly larger screen grid resistors in the amp. Uh, instead of 1Ks, you could put like 2K or 2.2K screen grid resistors. And it might help with the reliability a little. But I mean, you know, if you have a good set of tubes, I don't know. I've had my Plexi for years, and I think I've only changed the tubes once. Uh, and it got used a lot. So... And I, I always ran it into loads and things. So, okay, if it's healthy to begin with and serviced well, it should should be okay. L. Scott Music, Dave, how goes the research and development? All the projects that you talked about on the show. Well, I mean, uh, like I have prototypes started for the Vox and the Plexi amp, so they're not quite done, but they're they're started both. Um, there's another product that's all baked and ready to come out and that's in the next few months, hopefully will come out. And, uh, that right now, I, and, oh, and, uh, yeah. And then there, there's another project that's almost done too, that's coming out. So yes. Cool. The answer is yes. It's, they've moved along a little. Good. Avocado cookie. Hello, Dave. What do you think of the Fender Supersonics that are behind you? You know, I actually think they're pretty cool. I, I never played one until I got this rig in the door. Uh, great clean sound, and the Dirty sounds cool. I mean, it's it sounds pretty good. I mean, I think it's a it's a good sounding amp. Is it like a Rivera gain? It kind of Rivera ish gain? No, what you're saying no. No, it's a, it's a, you know, like the clean is a typical kind of Fender style clean, and the dirty is a, a pretty grind. It can be pretty grindy, or not. Mm. Yeah, so real like you know, martially almost in some respects. Cool. I've never played one. Yeah, it sounds good. Rummy, uh, Dave, I need an overdrive for a lead boost with the small box fifty. I play a Les Paul with the plexi channel. I want to get a Santana sound. So you want something smooth? I'd look into some of the Klon things, maybe from J Rocket. Those are those; they have a, several versions of it. Uh, but those those are really cool. Yeah, I I really like the um, Rockaway Archer. It can be a little much. The Rockaway Archer. Uh, well, the the Rockaway has that whole graphic EQ. Right. Right. And, you know, I mean, if you just want something on the simpler side, you know. 
that's true uh it, it's uh i mean they're all in the family i guess you know yeah but you can i i agree you you can overdo it with the mm -hmm. archer. yeah uh i mean it's a great pedal don't get me wrong oh yeah i love it went to name on friday got to connect with sean tubbs at last and killed my feet that's cool i heard sean was it there pays to have good shoes yeah you need good shoes good you need good like running shoes and they well supported and padded uh uh paul crane question for dave i know you've got a fab 60s 8th c30 but what are your thoughts about the sound and quality of newer boxes the 30s and the 15s greetings from london uh I, I i mean i mean some of the the hand wired ones were cool um that they did i i'm not so sure about the the chinese versions of them uh, although some people say they sound better than the hand wired ones um i don't think any of them really necessarily sound like an old one a good old one so i don't know i haven't sat there in a room and i beat them all and really, you know, formulated my thoughts to really be able to answer this. Okay. Thomas Langenberg, thanks for the super chat. Um, I see you started a question, and then I think it's here. Just finished up Bruce Egnator's call today. Wow, that was awesome. Thanks for having him on. My mind is still smoking. Cool. Uh, do you mean the show that he was on? The video? yeah maybe misprint typo yeah not sure but thanks for the super chat um yes tone town is no longer tone town uh, is down <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh he finished bruce legnator's class oh great yeah awesome okay gotcha that's great bruce is great we love bruce um uh nam killed it partially the pandemic had a hand in it too right well I well yeah i think the the pandemic had a hand in it because like everyone was like didn't go and then they realized wait a minute we didn't need to right <laughs> and so um you know it uh yeah I, it's just time times are changing as far as nam goes yeah but this was this was okay. It wasn't it was it was pretty good. Uh Coxie fifty one fifty, thanks for the super chat. Uh Dave, what solution do you recommend to boost solo volumes on my BE fifty deluxe if I want to use the HBE channel for higher gain rhythm and not a volume boost? Uh just put a clean boost in the loop of the amp. Uh like a micro amp or like a custom audio line driver or a buxom boost can be used to if you want it simple a micro amp works fantastic for that yep and then yeah. just put it in the loop and then you can use that as a volume put it in the loop after your effects and bump the volume after the effects yeah right that way it's just really just taking it up and up and down right cool works great uh, thank you for the super chat 
um tim connors hey guys any experience with amps from omega henning fortin or sierra tone i have not uh i have not played omega i have played a henning and i have played fortin stuff and Surya Tones is, generally speaking, clones of all said and above and many more. Mm-hmm. So um, Surya Tone can be cool. I mean, you know, it, it it's generally almost there. Uh, Henning is a Jose variant, but it was cool. It was well made. It's beautifully made. And I don't know enough about Omega. I mean, I, I know what they look like. I've never played one. I've never seen them inside of one. Mm. So I don't have an answer for you. Based Boomer Chad Bear, uh, thanks for the super chat. Hey, Dave, I, if I email you, would you build me a small box 50 with the Plexi channel and a greasy hair metal BE 50-ish channel with an extra thump? Huge fan. Your ears are a national treasure. Yeah, so a little a little gnarlier, like a little more Jakey Lee amp or something, just a little more uh a little more bite. Sure, you can do that. Cool. Uh so email Dave. Might, might be a while though still. <laughs> yeah. Again, I'm backed up in every form everywhere. <laughs> Rigs and and cut people wanting custom things and oh my god i need an assistant yeah you do just to manage orders and things and um stephen bryan can hang gotta head to the gym thanks dave for modding my amp no need to, no need to remember pray for me mark stephen <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good luck, man. Good luck, man. Um, what's the most reliable era for a basement? Probably blackface. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Blackface basement, just rock solid. Works forever. Yeah. So it's falling to pieces, <laughs> and it's still working. Uh, Eric Hernandez already is an official Friedman amp sim, isn't there? Not a plug-in, actually. No, there's not a plug-in. Sure there is. Is there? Universal Audio has... Well, uh, we have plug-ins oh, with that's right. Universal yeah. Audio and Brainworks and native, natively through Brainworks. That's right. I forgot. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, we have three of them. Dirty Shirley, an older B100, and the Buxom Benny. Did Freeman announce any new products at NAMM? Not publicly. No, not publicly. <laughs> there's there's one coming shortly after Nam here, so, um, and it's gonna be awesome. Are tube rectified amps a thing in the past? Well, we still have one, right? The dirty. Sh- I mean, the little sister, right? And the twin. Uh, not the little sister, just the twin sister. Well, actually, two technically: Dirty Shirley and twin sister. But you don't uh, make the Dirty Shirley anymore, though. Yeah, we're still making it. Oh, I thought you stopped making the Dirty Shirley. Nope. We still have stuff to make them, so we, and we still made some. Huh, okay. 
Uh, are they a thing in the past? I mean, why? Um, I'll tell you that they're, they're generally kind of trouble. Rectifiers tend to short and, and fail um, from time to time. It's good to have a spare always with you because um, that's the most common failure for an amp like that. They just short. So uh, will I do one ever again? No. <laughs> that's it. Oh, really? Just that one, those two amps. Mm. Uh, the Echo Rec is listed on Sweetwater's pre-order for $2,100. Not cheap. No, but the the technology, I mean, it, you look at it, it looks wild. It looks great. Yeah, it's super cool. Uh, Anmol Singh says, Dave, how are you, brother? It's been a while. Uh, yeah, how are you? I don't... <laughs> remember who you are though <laughs> i was wondering if you knew uh so uh sorry <laughs> refresh my memory <laughs> yeah refresh his memory um that's okay I, re I remember that there was someone that contacted me that i went to school with and i used to sit around and play guitar with and still to this day i can't remember who this guy is at all <laughs> it's like he's blanked out of my mind oh man hang on one sec i'm just Gonna get a little more water. Okay. Stone Gossard would say yes to Tone Talk. Oh wow. I'd love to have him on the show. Um I I mean I, I'm a fan of Pearl Jam's first couple albums. I think they're great. I kind of lost interest after the versus album or yield. Yield. Yeah, yield. I stopped listening after yield. Um but they're great. I I was uh, the the video of it's not Stone Gossard. I think it's the other guy, Mike McCready. I think he's he's uh bashing his guitar into his amp and then into his pedals. Did you see that video? Yeah. Yeah, he was he was he was having a bad day. I guess. Was that him or was it Jeff Klinghoffer that was playing with them, them or something? Oh, I don't know. For Pearl Jam. Oh, uh, I was doing something with them, I think. Hmm. I don't know. No. Okay. My bad. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, so the Binson, Paul says, Binson uses a magnetic wire around a rotating drum instead of tape. There you oh. go. Interesting. Okay. Uh, please tr please try for Nuno. Well, they're, they're probably going to hit the road soon. Probably have McMars on. <laughs> i'd love to yeah that would be great but i i that would be a he's he's in league he can't say a thing right now he's in legal proceedings um i'd imagine uh let's see extreme is great live i'm sure they are i'm actually going in a few days i'm going to see pat benatar cool yeah going to see neil again um scent of a wheelchair pillow man we're getting some really cool names today <laughs> <laughs> scent of a wheelchair. that that's that's a good one uh the more i think about it that's yeah that smells yes that's, that's, that's not that's not good that's not <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a visual yeah that's yeah that really comes with a, a visual 
will you tell us how you crafted the clean tone from the Bucks and Betty? How did you go about dialing in the EQ profile, et cetera? Was it an inspiration? I love how everyone thinks there's like a, you know, like there's a magic EQ profile. Um, EQ is kind of like in sort of two categories, Fender-esque EQ or uh, Marshall-esque EQ. So that that whole amp is a, a hodgepodge of things. So uh, it's kind of a slightly modified uh, Fender preamp, blackface Fender preamp, um, meaning... A couple EQ caps are a little different than a blackface. Uh, and shoved into the 50-watt power section of a small box. And with 6L6 tubes, but I also shipped them with EL34 tubes. I did them with both. Um, and added uh, this kind of neat, uh, simple one-tube reverb circuit that sounds awesome. <laughs> hmm. So it was kind of like, hey, let's put a front end into a Marshall and add this one-tube reverb. Let's see what it sounds like. That's essentially what it was. And I was like, wow, that's great. Okay, done. <laughs> My BE-100 has a Buxom Betty clean. And it sounds great. Yeah, I mean, it's it really just, it's a Fender-style preamp with a couple values from a Marshall in the tone stack. Hmm uh my dave ever consider making the ultimate all solid state amp head probably not uh just not that interesting to me not in your lifetime yeah not that interesting to me maybe in 50 years when friedman is continuing to go on without you <laughs> <laughs> um Harpo's was the shit back in the day. That's where I discovered loudness and Akira. Yeah, man. It's, it hasn't changed. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, at all. <laughs> Actually, they've cleaned it up a little. Um, thoughts on Jet City JCM 800 clone. Isn't it a repackered Wangs? Uh, seem to be easy to mod for someone who wants to try without building a kit. Thanks, Tim, for the super chat. <sighs> No, I don't think it's a repackaged Wangs at all. Uh, it's, uh, and I think, um, I talked to Doug from Jet City recently. I think he's doing most of them now up near San Francisco. He's also running Voodoo Lab. Hmm. So, um, hey, he's I had a mod for sure. Yeah, I had a Wang's JCM 800 or 2204 uh, clone, and it was cool. It, the only thing I didn't like about it, it had no loop. Um, mm -hmm. But it was a cool amp. Yeah. For the price, you throw in a uh, a hot mod in there. <laughs> there you go. And you're ready to roll. Um, so, yeah, I would. And the Jet City, I've never tried, but I'm sure it's cool, too. Sean Browning says, if I change my uh, four 5.6K grid resistors to two 1.5Ks, how much will it affect my bias? It won't affect your bias at all. They have nothing to do with bias. Hmm. They're just an input grid resistor. You're still getting the same voltage on the power tubes for bias. 
Leonard Rodriguez. How about Steve Rosen or Brad Kalinsky and Chris Gill? And let's talk about synergy. Yeah, I mean, Chris Gill, uh, would love to have Chris Gill on. Um, I know Chris. I haven't talked to him for a while, but I know him. That's cool. I, yeah. He, he wrote, I have his book sitting right here. Yeah, Chris is awesome. Uh, yeah, Eruption Conversations with Van Halen. Great book. Yeah. Uh, look, I, uh, the, with full disclosure, I was in touch with Steve Rosen, um, and we had talked about being on the show, um, and we decided it wasn't just wasn't in our best interest to have the Steve on the show. So, um, you know, long story short, there were some things in the book that just probably better not to go into. And just since Dave continues to still work with the Van Halen crew, it just wasn't, wasn't a good idea. Right. So, yeah. so just want to be full, you know, fully honest since you guys asked, um, I think Steve Rosen is a really cool guy and his, uh, his book is cool and, uh, I'm nothing against him at all, but it just, just wasn't a good situation. So, um, but yeah, Chris Gill would be welcome. And then synergy. Yeah. 6505 synergy. That looks cool as shit. Yeah. PV. Which reminds me, I am in touch with Hartley Peavy. I need to give him a call. Um, he said yes to come on the show, guys. So I think that would be really cool to have Hartley on the show. Uh, he just doesn't have a camera. So we're going to probably do what Dave said, which is probably just have his picture up and just have him on, you know, on the microphone. So if I can get that to happen, I will do it. I just had a crazy week, so I couldn't call him. Uh, he actually lives like an hour and 20 minutes away from me. Uh, he retired to Stewart, Florida. And uh, says he goes out to the PV plant every once in a while. Um, I have a salt. Wait, wait. Okay, I've gotten to everything. Yeah, so were there any other synergy releases besides the 6505? Not yet. Okay. So one coming. I think so. I heard about that. Yeah. Uh, I have a Saldano 4x12 that's front-loaded. They are snappier and tighter response. Well, there's more to it More to it than just the front-loading. The, the cab is also a thicker wood than, say, a Marshall cab. Hmm. So um, it, all, it all plays into it. Have you seen Harley Benton is releasing cabs with Celestians at a great price? Yeah, I've seen that. Been around for a while. Yeah, I was gonna say I think they've done that already. Yeah, yeah. You can get it delivered to your door. Mike Torrin has done from a few. Europe. Yeah, and it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, I can't bring myself to buy any more Russian tubes. Oh, you know what? I don't blame you. I don't well, blame. You. Then you're stuck with essentially JJ's. Hmm. Right. And maybe a couple Chinese. The EL34s are good. The PS Vane EL34s are awesome. That's what I was going to say. The yes, And then don't they make 12AX7s too? They do. They come with issues. Oh, they do. They do sound good. But they, they come with issues. So Microphonic or? All sorts of issues. Uh, okay. 
It's uh, like a 50% rejection rate. Okay. <laughs> in big quantity. Uh, yeah, that sucks. That's no. not good. Uh, Bill L., thanks for the super chat. Dave, I'm building a rig with a Marshall 1987X going into a load box, then taking a line out into effects and a power amp. That's exactly how I did mine. Do you think a solid state power amp would sound good for this? Which one would you recommend? Yeah, a solid state power amp would sound fine. Solid state power would work well. Um, I was using a MOS valve for that. MOS valve's cool. You can probably still get those at good prices. Mm -hmm. um, uh, what kind of load box are you using? That's a good question. Yeah. You know, that might also dictate what kind of power amp you're going to choose. There's not a lot of choices. So um, you don't have much to choose from, really. I think, uh, you know, like uh, Matrix power amps are in limited supply. Um, there's a, a power amp from um, ISP that's actually tiny and pretty good. Um, an old H&H &H power amp, if you get your hands on it. Depends on if you want to call it around or not. If you can find them. Yeah, true. They're hard. They're hard. Yeah, um, yeah, but a MOS valve—they're—they're they're still around. I, I saw—I found it. The only thing that, that I didn't like about it, or I still don't like about it, is you can hear the fan through the through the speaker. You can also get a tube power amp. You can also get uh, like the um, the Fryat single rack space power amp that he has now. That's great, or a, or a different tube power amp. You know, you have some choices. Okay. All right, you got this one already in the button. Well, the bias change. Yeah. Uh, Someone asked, "When do you?" Okay. When you get an idea for something new, do you draw a schematic or do you go straight to a breadboard? Uh, a lot of times I'll draw a schematic first. Um. Would you consider making a one-watt version of your amps like Marsha did, Marshall? Marsha, <laughs> uh, Marshall did for its 50th anniversary. Um, no plans right now. Never know. Okay. Never know. Which one of your amps would get me slashes tone from appetite? Uh, I'd say a BE 100. Uh, I mean, maybe B 100 with the C 45 on. Would be probably close closer. Hmm. And what does the C forty five do again? It just changes uh, a, a certain voltage divider in the overdrive section that it makes it a little, a uh, little glassier, a little more gain, a little tiny bit more bass. Hmm. This has a has a different character, a little more alive. Okay. Uh, I agree. The SLO module is killer. I, I use it often. Um, uh, let's see. Dollar Store Rockstar. See the great names. <laughs> boys, People are happy, getting inventive. Yeah. Boys, happy Friday. Two questions. Circuit, high level and tonal differences between the hot Jose diode clipping mod and the naked amp. Uh, 
circuit, high level and tonal differences. I mean, the, 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 they're polar opposite circuits. One has nothing to do with the other at all. I don't, I don't know how to answer it any more than that. Uh, uh, and what's the rest of it? We've heard Mark's playing or Doug Rappaport uh, per, uh, per Steve Luke at there. Every time he would come on, he'd be like, is that Doug? Is that Doug playing? Um, <laughs> uh, can we get some OG Friedman tunes? Yeah. Let's hear you on the guitar. Oh right? God. <laughs> Next. Next. <laughs> Uh, would you consider yourself more of a rhythm player or a lead player? Rhythm. Okay. For sure. Gotcha. Almost entirely. Now, did you, were you in bands? Did you play in bands? Yeah. Okay. And you, and you played rhythm? Entirely. Well, rhythm and lead, technically. Oh, so you were one, like one guitar player. Yeah. One guitar player band. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, is there a model of a KR, KSR amp that impressed you in specific? Much appreciated. I, I mean, Cal's amps sound good. I mean, I, yeah. I, they sound good. I, I, I'm not sure off the top of my head all the models. Um, but all I the have, one, all the ones I've heard sound sound cool. I had his, dude. I saw him at Nam. Oh yeah, yeah. He was showing off a new model. Yeah, he's a new little guy. Little lunchbox amp. Yep. Yeah. Cool. He he makes great stuff, and I, I had his series preamp. Um, and the only reason why I sold it is because I just have all my preamps are in a rack. And if he made a rack preamp, I'd have it because I I really liked how it sounded. Uh, it, didn't Pete Townsend go to Supersonics the last few years? I'm not sure. I don't think so. No, I think he's still using the same um, the same. Um, what was it? What was he using? Um, Fender. Uh, uh, had three speakers. It was the. Um, I can't remember what it was called. Hey, man, he's been using. More guitars. Thank you for the super chat. I put my latest Friedman. I own five. Hey, good for you, man. Uh, on stage next weekend. The, Steve, the twin sister love it dave you know the great the great white rock me solo tone yeah not, not gainy but yet swells into gorgeous sustain mm -hmm. is is that just volume yeah probably i mean it was in a recording studio so i don't know but um yeah i mean swelling into sustain generally comes from volume yeah but that that actually you know, I, I know with all the shit that happened with Great White and that that horrible fire that really kind of ruined Great White's reputation. Yeah. But um, they're a great band. I mean, they're they're one of those bands that, yeah, sure, they got the Zeppelin label. You know, kind of being a Zeppelin because I, I think they were a Zeppelin tribute band in a way. Kind of, not 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 so much really. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the Kingdom Come was. That was really was Zeppelin, yeah. uh, you know. So was a couple other ones. Yeah, yeah. Vibro King, yeah, that's it. Oh, the Vibro King, yeah, that's what he's using. Gotcha. Um, yeah, but Great White was a cool band. I liked them. Uh, let's see. 
Hey Dave, would you bet? Uh, would you best describe a Bogner ecstasy amp tone as somewhere between a Vox and a Marshall? I just bought one. I'm still getting to know it. Well, I mean, if you look at it on paper, it's more to do with uh, Marshall than anything. Um, although he did use a lot of audio taper pots, so so you're going to be turning your treble a lot higher. And there's some other audio taper pots he used too. So, um, yeah, it's not really a Vox at all. It's a, it's it's generally speaking a Fender kind of clean channel and his modded version of a Marshall, so to speak, on the other channels. And the power section is kind of all Marshall, but it doesn't really sound like a Marshall. It's it's smoother and darker generally. Mm. Okay, he just came out with a new amp, also. Yeah, the Ubershaw, the new Ubershaw. Yeah. That that sounded really good actually in it the did. videos I saw. Michael Nielsen's videos, he is on fire. He just his videos are just so good. Yeah, he's been he's been really knocking it out of the park in recent times. Yeah, he is. He just I just he's so talented. Really really great uh player. And his production is mm -hmm. fantastic. Question for Dave, what is the most immediate hyper responsive hyper dynamic amp you've played? I love the sound of cranked vintage amps but don't love the compression sag that accompanies it most immediate uh, uh, i mean i i i i love cranked vintage amps so <laughs> and i love the compression and sag that happens uh so uh train wreck maybe mm. train wreck would be the answer train wreck uh um Liverpool was that's the the one Pete Thorne did a video with. Oh, that one was yeah. It's just it's super. It's everything you're describing. Hmm. And uh, you have a spare forty thousand dollars, might be able to find one. Maybe more. Maybe it's worth more now. I'm not sure. After that video, it was. Uh, and maybe maybe like actually the way all amps have gone up lately, I maybe it's uh, um, yeah, who knows. Thanks for doing these shows, guys. Hey, thank you for watching, man. Um, I really love doing the shows. So thank you for showing up. Uh, does Morgan's AC30 type sound like a good old AC30? But your AC is going to be killer old school style, right? Uh, I had a uh, Morgan AC. Well, it was, it was the Abbey. I didn't think it sounded like an old AC30, personally. It's his take on it. Uh, it sounds good. I mean, I, I don't know if it sounds exactly like an old one. Yeah. Um, the, the the new one will be like an old one. I wish I could get better tubes, though. <laughs> the only the only problem with a great AC thirty is like the tubes that I would love to use with it don't exist anymore. Can't get right, them. right. Oh, like which ones? Uh, I used to like in AC 30s, I used to love uh Yugoslavian EI branded power tubes, they were awesome in AC 30s, mm. uh, or some Muller EL84s would be awesome too. Maybe I'll maybe I'll do some with some NOS tubes for uh, well, for an upcharge, but that would be nice. 
Yeah, maybe. That would be very cool. Yeah. That'll probably last forever. You don't have yeah. to change, change them that often. Even, even though they're already really old. Keith Axtell. Dave, I understand you've steered away from discussions around amp switchers besides your recommendation of amp, Pete. If purchasing another brand, are there features we should look for? Is that true? Steered away from discussions around amp switchers? Not really. Um, I mean, uh, amp Pete and amp switchers are fantastic. Peter's a friend of mine. Uh, the KHE uh, amp switchers are also great. Um, although they did rob some of the stuff off Ampete. Uh, but, you know, that happens. Um, so, I, I, I mean, no, I'm not really staring away from it. I, I would say KHE or Ampete are, are the choices, period. So, Okay. Uh, Bernie Jokum, thank you so for the super chat, but I don't see the question. If I find it, I will get back to you. Uh, Alan Twilly, hey Dave, I emailed before about getting a custom 100 deluxe in a 50 watt format in the head shell of a 50 deluxe. I'm still game when you have time. Yes, I know. Uh, it's gonna happen. Uh, we just didn't actually have any deluxes for a while, so um. We talked about doing uh, a hundred watt deluxe with a fifty watt switch with a in a smaller head shell. So oh, that's cool. In a B fifty deluxe head shell. I like it. So that's a cool idea. Yeah, it's simple though. It's basically B hundred deluxe just in a smaller head shell with a fifty watt switch. What happened to Bogner amps? They're still around. They're making amps. They don't have a website and they don't answer the phone. How how you get in touch with them? I'm not exactly sure. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. I, I I no one can quite understand that that thing. So. Okay. Interesting. At least they can put up like a contact page for the for the website. Something. Wow. I don't. I I really don't know what's going on there. But people have asked me over and over and over again about that. I don't know. Um, so Tim Barry asked the question. Okay, hang on. Re restoring Hetfield's Marshall. Um, no, I never talked to him. Um, the the producer Greg Fiddleman contacted me about it. We need to get him on the show. He said he was going to do the show, and then he he went disappeared. Yeah, he went AWOL. AWOL. We've had several people do that. <laughs> Um, I have to I have to hit him up again. Um, and they sent me or had the text bringing a marshal to to me. It was in a case, a big heavy road case. And I I essentially restored it. This was an amp that was bought. Uh, and they had Jose Mod. Years ago, evidently, James had an amp that was used on some early albums that got stolen. And uh, and then he wanted to get one again. So um, he did. And it sounds killer. Yeah, I mean, he got one again, meaning before Jose died and, and had him on it. Right. And it sounds great. Yeah, sounds great. It was kind of a mess when it came here, though. 
In what way? Someone at some point in time had installed a 200 watt output transformer or something. Was it the output transformer? 200 watt output. Yeah. It wasn't the power transformer, I don't think. No, it was the output transformer. And I'm not sure why that got installed or, 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 or if the amp, when they bought it, had that installed and Jose just modded it that way. I'm not exactly sure, but I put, uh, a, 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 you know, a repro hundred watt Marshall output transformer in it and, uh, restored it to health and new filter caps and things. And, and there you go. Mm. Sounded great. Awesome. Yeah, it does sound great. Uh, Tom Rains, Dave, can I do silent recording with the JJ like with the runt? Yes. Yes, you can. Same. Just oh, don't Bernie, plug a speaker in. Bernie's question was what happened to the Bogner amps? Okay. That was uh, his super chat. So thanks again, Bernie. Yeah. Um, and then we've got another one. Beast Fu. More cool names. Yeah, but not a but no question. So if you can type your question in, I'll get to it. Uh, hey Dave, trying to pair a hand wired Class A six L six powered Princeton circuit with a one by ten or one by twelve open back cab. What do you think the lowest wattage speaker would handle the fifteen watts? It's like around 25 watts or something. So if it's a 112, like a greenback or something, maybe. They generally sound good with a Princeton-style circuit. Hmm. Or if it's a 10, maybe the greenback 10. Okay. Uh, Chase G Music. Hey, Dave and Mark. Hey, man. Uh, hey, still, man. Love it. still loving my Run 50 that Dave modded. Been using it with 4x12 greenback IRs. Which speakers for a Freeman 212 would sound closest to that? Someone told me the Creambacks, Greenback, and a 212. Thanks again. I mean, you you could maybe get away with two Greenbacks in the 212. Um, it's 50 watts power handling capability. It's kind of on the edge. Um, although they're generally pretty durable. How loud do you play is the question. Um, not that. The Creamback H's are pretty cool. Um, other than that, now you could, you could do the 65 cream back M's. Well, the H's might sound better in a 212. Um, that's about it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Todd Fur, hey Mark, I'm really interested in getting the Sir Ombre, but we're wondering how loud it needs to get before it starts to get distorted for classic ZZ top tone. Yeah, it needs to, it's loud. Um, you got to get it up to like five or six on that amp to start getting distorted. Yeah. And uh, at that point, it's going to be loud. I mean, the amp is not, I mean, what is the amp? 20 watt amp? 15 watt? Yeah. But it's still but that, loud. That's loud. It's still loud. It's very loud. So that's why I installed a, a power break on it and just to tame it uh, because that's exactly how I wanted to run it. I wanted to run it like a, at six or seven. Yeah. 
and kind of well, back. yeah, the Doctor's Eve one or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The break light. Uh, let's see. Um, Spartan, Spartan Special Custom Deluxe. Did you guys have Jamie from Earthquaker pedals on before? Yes, we did. Look back yeah. in our videos. Yep, Jamie was cool. That was awesome. Yep. Uh, Dave Morisoli. What's going on, man? Thank you for the super chat. Dave, donation to the whiskey jar. <laughs> Thanks for the reply regarding the o OT oops on my 1987X. As a tax CPA, haven't dealt with it yet, but we'll check those tubes. Oh, okay. I think I remember. Did he blow his output transformer? Uh, don't know yet. Uh, Josh is touring with Jane's Addiction. That's right. Oh, yeah. Now. Yeah. Uh, Neil is certainly an underrated guitar player. I assume you're talking about Neil Giraldo, and yes, he is. Absolutely. He's awesome. He is amazing. Yeah. Uh, Josh Klinghoffer is touring with Jane's while, yeah, Dave Navarro is ill. Yeah, I actually uh, I wrote Dave Navarro just to wish him well mm -hmm. i heard he had long covid yeah um which really sucks there's another there's a woman i i follow on youtube her name is uh oh god what what's something science girl or something like that where she does all these like different she's got thousands like over a hundred thousand subscribers she got a horrible long covid where she's like bedridden like can't even uh, get out of bed hmm. uh, which is horrible. Yeah, I was watching. They did a video like a, they're like taking donations for her and stuff. It's just wow. Um, Blade Hudson. Hey, Mark, thanks for the love on the Instagram. We'll hit the Sweetwater link. Been buying recording gear. Oh, thank you. And thanks. Awesome, Blade. man. Appreciate it, man. Uh, thanks for all the messages on, on Instagram. Hope you're doing well. Um, nobody. Thanks for the super chat. Hey, Dave, I hear you have your own spin on the Dookie mod. What was your impression on the original mod and what did you change? What did you change? Okay. Um, I've had, I've done it for a few people. Uh, essentially I just changed the very first coupling cap, uh, to be a lower, lower value. So it's a little tighter. It's not so base heavy. So nothing much more than that though. Okay. Uh, Jordan Toom, Mark, if your guitar room gets burglarized and some hooligans take all your gear, would you just start over with an Axe Effects and a Super Strat? <laughs> uh, I'd hunt them down and kill them. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say that. Um, but I do have an alarm and cameras everywhere, just so you know. Um, but, uh, you know, I'd get the insurance money and buy it all over again <laughs> <laughs> that's the fun part yeah exactly uh i don't think so i don't think i'd go the axe effects route i already have a kemper so jerry c group suggestion dave next time you have an auction how about have some nice topless gals modeling the items <laughs> as you sell them <laughs> hope you guys are doing well well that sounds like a solid idea i like it it will be thrown off YouTube quickly. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to switch to OnlyFans. There you go. 
The OnlyFans gear auction. Yeah. Uh, Brendan Lucero, would you ever collaborate with Stephen Fryette? You have, haven't you, in the past? Or no? I haven't really collaborated, but yeah, sure. I love Stevie. I mean, I know, collaboration is a little tough to do with both of our uh, Your lines. business lines and stuff, but yeah. Bring back James Santiago to talk about the new UA pedals. Yeah, I'd love to have him on. James, yeah, he's cool. awesome. Yeah, i I'd love to. I'd love to see them update the ox. They haven't done anything with the ox in a while. It's strange. That's the one thing. Like they're like if I were going to make like some video out there, like criticizing UA, I'd be like, "What are you guys doing with the ox?" I mean, I sold it, but that's probably one of I'm one of the reasons why I'm glad I sold it. It's because they haven't done shit with it. Yeah, they could they could update it a little bit more. Yeah, which sure. is really weird. I don't understand why they haven't done anything with it. Um, um so Ben Tom cocaine. Okay. Looks like you're maybe on some right now. <laughs> uh uh, good luck to you. I, I hear that can give you a heart heart attack, man. Especially at my age. <laughs> I, I tried it when I was like 18 years old and I ne nearly had my heart pound out of my chest. Um, Dave, did you ever get to a show at the Golden Dollar on Woodward before they knocked it down about 10 years back? No, not at all. That was after my time in Detroit. So, no. But I knew about, I know about it. Hmm. What happened with the Soldano Diamond Amp? Uh, um, no idea. Well, Diamond's done, right? It's not even in existence anymore. So, yeah, so it's interesting. Someone was selling a Diamond amp locally. I saw it. Yeah, I looked it up and I was like, yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> uh, Dave Phillips. Oh shit, Hartley would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, cool. Definitely love to talk to him about you know the early days and and I was thinking that it might be. And I'll talk to him about it. it. Might be good to have somebody maybe on with him to talk about the newer stuff because I'd imagine he's not as up on that. But maybe I'm wrong. You know. Um, let's see. James McD. What's with everybody not typing in a question? Don't forget thank to. You, though. Yeah, thank you. But don't type in your question. I mean, don't forget to type in your question. Um, I don't see it, man. So thank you though. Really. Oh, here it is. Uh, Dave, what's the difference between a JCM 800 stock and a Zach wild JCM 800? Nothing. Really? I think maybe 6550s. They didn't add more gain or anything. No. Zach uses stock 800s with 6550s. Maybe. So that's, that's it. Mark, I have an extra webcam I can send him or you. Yeah, I mean, it's not an issue of um, Hartley not uh, having a camera. He just doesn't want to do it. Um, he said he's not he, he's not into the camera stuff. So, I mean, if I had him in a, a room, that'd be a different story. Um, yeah, I know. The man he's, is 81. He's 81 years old, guys. Yeah, just remember that. Um, and, 
just even get him on the show would be great. Alex Lifeson, if you guys can get Alex Lifeson as a guest, I will. Uh, I don't. Well, I don't know. Outside of sexual favors, I'll do anything. <laughs> uh, I'd love to have Alex Lifeson on the show. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, he's just I, and to talk gear and to talk about like this early stuff. Scroll mark, guys. Take a fucking chill. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm I'm getting to the questions, man. It takes time. It takes time. Uh, let's see. Oh, it was Mike McCready bashing his amps, not Josh. Okay. Okay. Any experience with bedrock amps? I have a cab, but not very little time with the amps. No, never, never worked with them. I think I worked on a couple over time. Uh, I don't really know the history or what that was about. I remember a long time ago seeing Joe Perry using them. Way back. Zeke. Downey, thanks for the super chat. Dave, is Motor City actively building pickups? I want some second-degree black belts. I've emailed him three weeks ago and heard nothing back. Wade's Yes, he's reach. actively building pickups. I would keep emailing him. Yeah, he's tough to reach. I know that. So just keep, keep reaching out to him. What's up, Amanda? Good to see you. I hope you're Hello. Well. Um... Patrick Miller, Tom Bukovac mentioned that he believes the reason Marshall sounded so great on records back in the day was the new Mullards. Thoughts, Dave? Thanks for the super chat, Patrick. The the Marshalls with at the time new Mullard tubes. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, sh surely. I mean, Mullard tubes sound great. So. Um. Yeah, love Mark Kendall's playing. Very underrated. Yeah, very, very good player. What's the most underrated Zeppelin tone? Most underrated Zeppelin tone. I don't know. I like them all, really. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't have an answer for that one. Yeah, that's a tough question. Uh... Tim Berry, how close can the Philex amp get to a small box? Any setting suggestion? I'm trying to talk myself out of or into a small box. I think I may be delusional. <laughs> I mean, I think the Phil, Phil drive channel, of course, is going to sound like the higher gain channel on the small box. That's really close, to be honest. Um, I mean, the power sections are different, so it's a little bit bigger. Uh, to get the Plexi thing, though, not really. It's a little different. Can't really dial it in exactly. Okay. By the small box. <laughs> Red tip canine kickstand. Red tip canine kickstand. <laughs> it's it's that kind of day. It's that kind of, <laughs> that kind of evening. The visuals on this too. The like, visuals, yeah, yeah. The more I'm reading it, the more the visuals become apparent. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, those things are so nasty. I hate seeing that. On my daughter, <laughs> my daughter brings her dog over and he'll start humping one of the toys, and then little thing comes out. Little kickstand like, oh. comes out. Yeah, his little kickstand. Comes out. <laughs> 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 That's too funny. Oh my no god, no experience with preamp pedals or amplifiers never seen one in my life 
10 year waiting list. I don't even know much about this. I mean, I've heard of it, but I don't really know much about it. They're they're entering uh King of Tone territory now. Yeah. By the way, I am like months away from reaching the list for the King of Tone pedal. I put it on September of 2018 and they are into March of 2018 build. Wow, look at that. Yeah, so I'm like within only like five years. <laughs> it's been, uh, yeah, exactly. Isn't that crazy? That's insane. <laughs> which reminds me, I put a video up recently, which was an old video of them talking about it. And at the time, the wait time was two years. Oh. So people were like, how long ago was this video? It's, you know, now that they, they say, if you get on the list, you may never get one still. That's what someone said. I was like, really? Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Get on the list. Uh, when you're Dave, on your deathbed, you'll have your pedal. <laughs> <laughs> you can sell it in your will. <laughs> uh, Dave, would you sell anything from your stash of EL84 vintage new old stock tubes? I don't really have any EL34 vintage stuff. Or EL84s. Yeah. So I'd love to sell you something, but I can't. I don't have any. <laughs> Okay. Uh, speaking of amp switchers, any issue with eight ohm and sixteen ohm cabinets mixed with amp set at eight ohms? Not really. No, you're not going to hurt anything. You can go in either direction. You're just not going to hurt anything. It might sound a little different. Uh, Richard, we have answered this question a lot of times. Dave, what's the amp that inspired you to pursue your path? Uh, my 50 watt Plexi 1968 Plexi Marshall with a bias to 50 mils on a Variac set at 90 volts. Alan Twilly, thanks for the super chat. Thanks again, Dave and Mark. Hey, thanks so much. Uh, I've learned so much from the show. I've never really knew who Jake E. Lee was before finding your show. What a player. Oh, very cool. Glad we can introduce you to uh, some new music and new player. Um, I love when that happens. You find somebody and you're like, oh, I didn't know that person existed. And you go through their catalog and you're like, fuck, that was great. Right. Um, hey, Dave, what which effects processor that can also switch synergy channels do you recommend to go along with my synergy rack? I need chorus, pitch, detune, dual, delay, reverb. Thanks again. Well, I mean, the Synergy Rack is um, MIDI already, so it's just MIDI. And as far as, uh, man, there's not many rack processors made anymore um, at all. Yeah, you're going to have to go something vintage. You like know, I mean, I mean, unless you're going to buy something like an Axifex or something to do processing, which you can do. Get an old SPX-90. Well, it, it doesn't do that many things, though. Oh, it only does one thing. Yeah. One, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, if you needed all of them at one time, then yeah, you're right. I mean, if you're looking for more of a pedal format thing, I mean, Michael Nielsen just did a video on the the Hotone uh, uh, Ampero 2, which is a, a FX processor that's a touchscreen, and it's very easy to manipulate around on, and it sounds pretty great. And you can run that through it. And yeah, just, but it's not in a rack format. That's all. No, 
Yeah. Uh, or you can, you know, you know what you can get? I mean, like if you want to buy something older, something that's kind of low cost that worked really well is a, a TCG major. Mm. Did all sorts of stuff. Uh, and did them pretty well. Uh, Michael Nielsen is underrated. I think Michael. Absolutely. That guy is just, he's a monster on guitar. He writes great stuff. He needs to come out with a solo album. Um, and he's just really talented. So, and a funny, nice guy. So uh, make sure you guys check out his channel. Absolutely. And subscribe. We love Michael. Um, uh, let's see. You can tell Dave is way past ready to get the hell out of Cali. <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, that's funny. You're probably right. Probably. Um, Daniel Belensky. Good name. I like that. Um, a fellow, uh, maybe Polish person um thanks for the super chat what do you think of the demarzios versus duncans any favorite models everyone seems to use jb at some point but every one time tr i try one it feels flabby and wrong uh guitars with jb i had were okay but never great am i crazy no i mean jb was very popular at one time um back in the 80s um but i would agree with you it, ten it tends to be a little flabby in the low end and and not quite right um it has to go on a specific guitar um and as far as demarzio goes i mean i think i think both companies have good offerings you know i think they they're just different uh i used to like the tone zone from demarzio that was good it's a good one and um and duncan well duncan has a, a, a crap ton of them you know got to try try until you find something that you dig um if you want an alternative to the jb uh which is you know kind of hot um check out the uh the rtm which is the warren Martini pickup that's even hotter it's hotter yeah it's like the, what is what is a uh, jb like 14k Sixteen, I think. Sixteen, yeah, and the and the the Warman D Martini is like eighteen, nineteen k, yeah, something like that. But it doesn't feel like it. It's a cool, it's a cool pickup. It yeah. Sounds good. Um, so that's an, I I like Duncan pickups, and I like you like you said the tone zone is good. Um, I like the Dunk. I I prefer the custom shop pickups that that uh, MJ wines compared to the production stuff personally but mm -hmm. um i i think i can hear a difference um zaba wabo thank you love these ask dave episodes would jim kelly ever want to come on the show thanks guys maybe we haven't you mean, tried you mean jim kelly from uh the buffalo kelly. bills no okay <laughs> <laughs> and we can ask him why he lost the Super Bowl four times in a row in the 80s. Wrong guy. I know. All right. I know Jim Kelly. What where is he from, by the way? Jim Kelly Amps. Oh, see it. Used to work with John Sir for a while. Oh, okay. See? Didn't know that. 
designed the reactive load. Really? Or had a part in it, at least. Did yeah. not know that. Okay. Uh, Richard, uh, any considerations for other stainless, uh, stainless steel, solid state mini heads like the BE? Uh, well, there's a whole host of other ones. Uh, there was the Soldano one. There was the Bogner one. There was the diesel one. So there, there's still all those. Yeah. There probably more come out eventually. Maybe. L. Scott Music. No question. Just thanks for answering all the questions. Mark, you're thinking of Physics Girl. Breaks my heart. She's a light in the world. Yeah. Guys, check out her channel, Physics Girl. Really sad. What she just she's like super super sick with long COVID. it's really mm, sad that sucks yeah um dave love you guys fedex delivered my freedom be412 upside down and with a giant gash right in the wood what a headache i still hooked it up and it was by far the best sounding cab for me oh that sucks man yeah it happens sometimes especially with big 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 boxes like that yeah yes Ox lack of update. Yeah, what is up with that? Um, especially it was so expensive. Yeah. Um, if I still own one, I'd be pissed off. <laughs> uh, truthfully, I that's you know, but uh let's see what else we got. Mark, have you ever tried to get Tom Schultz on the show? I have not. He's pretty private and quirky, but how cool it'll be to have his take on tone. I yeah, it would be awesome. I'd love, I mean, that it, you guys, you know, I, I certainly don't have the time, but if someone can reach out to him on behalf and try to get his info and reach out to me, uh, I'd love to reach out to him. I don't have any info on him. Uh, Jerry, Dave, have you ever modded the Pacer combo from the late 70s? No, I have no idea even what that is. <laughs> so. No, I'd have to look into that. Is it tube? <laughs> I assume it is. PV Pacer. Um, that's a good question. I'm going to look that up. I've never seen one, so I don't know. Let me see if I can find one. PV um, Pacer. There we go. I'll, I'll sh share it so you can see. Brent, Tom, you have to earn a second-degree black belt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like it. That's funny. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, probably I'm not going to mod that, probably. <laughs> I, don't think there's, I don't think it's even tube, is it? Uh, it's solid state, it says. Yeah, no. no. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, oops. All right. Um, you have to earn the second degree. Back. That's funny. That is very funny. Um, yeah, his pickups are great, though, Wade. If you can get a hold of them, most underrated tone is for Zeppelin is Uncoda, Walter's Walk, and Wearing and Tearing. <sighs> that's some. That's some cool stuff, actually. Yeah, that's really good. Coda Coda's a cool record. It is. I remember getting it when I was, I was like a kid, you know, it was like the last Zeppelin record, you know, the last or outtake Zeppelin record or whatever you want to call it. Yep. Yeah. That's a good one. 
definitely for sure. Uh, I'd like to get Jimmy Page on the show. I'd love to have him on. I've been watching. I watched a few of his like the outtake videos from the. Yeah. It might get loud. Very cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, we have pipe dreams. Well, you have you have an in. You know somebody who knows him. So, I'm never saying never, but it's probably a long shot. Yeah. Any Ed Roman stories for either of you? I don't have any, but I hear there's lots of them. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I I've read. I used to read on the gear page. Oh my god, Ed Roman stuff to be, and then of course just go online and look at his 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 page. Uh, but yeah, no, I have no. I never dealt with them. Yeah, I never did. Uh, Chris Rapier or Rapier, uh, thank you. Hey, Dave and Mark, I have a THD hot plate that took a four foot fall on a concrete floor, and I haven't used it since. Would it be safe to plug an amp into it? Thanks for the show, guys. Well, are the the switches and knobs in the front still intact? If they are still intact and they all seem to be operating, probably nothing happened to it inside. It's pretty much sealed in such a way that nothing would happen to it. So try. Now, if it fell and hit the knob or broke a switch or stuff like that or the rotary switches, then then you might have a problem. Okay. Yeah, those things look like they're built like a tank. Yeah, they were. Or are. Uh, Michael Nielsen's moving out of the studio. Yeah, he just posted a video. My friend bought it. Yeah, I saw another YouTube uh, channel bought the uh, the place. Yeah, Mike Michael's working out of his house. Yeah, he built a nice studio though. Nice. Yeah, looks really Beautiful. great. Uh, Bill L, I agree about the G Major Two being a good multi effects unit. I've been using them for a long time, and they never failed me. Uh, I actually see a couple of them in in the match. Correct. Yeah. yeah, they're cool. No, they work well actually. Simple to use. Wish they still made it. What do you think about think about the Andrew Watt producing the next Stones album? Seems like potentially amazing combo. Interesting. Hmm. Really? <laughs> I don't even know who Andrew Watt is. Andrew Watt just did all the Aussie stuff. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He sure get he's sure making the rounds though. Hmm. How do you guys like Gibson custom buckers? I've not used them. Never tried. I've used the burst buckers, but not the custom buckers. I'm not a big fan of Gibson pickups, to be honest with you. Um, or modern Gibson pickups, let's just say. Yeah. Uh, Dave, what tubes are in your 50-watt Plexi? 5881s? No, no, no. EL34s. Uh, a pair of JJ EL... 34s. They had Telefunken EL 34s for 10 bazillion years till they finally died, like in the early 2000s. Mm. David, you said that winter is now over here in LA and love the rain this year. Is it over? I don't know. We'll see. Maybe it'll rain some more. Who knows? Been a weird year. But yeah, the rain, yeah, the rain and cold. It was interesting. 
everything and its brother was blooming. Oh yeah. Growing. Yeah. Cool. Hills that were normally brown or green. Mm. We talked about this, the vintage line. It's moving along. Yep. Uh, yeah, the two-notch uh, G1265s. Yeah, that's a pretty good cab. Ian Thornley, yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah, I'd like to have him on. We can, we can reach out to John and see yeah. if we can put that up. Uh, Chandler can't find good IRs for a Celestion G1280s. Heard Eric Johnson use what's the best alternative speaker? Your two notes G1265s are pretty good. Uh, yeah, I don't, uh, the 80s, someone must have done some IRs with some G1280s, really. Um, I would think. Um, yeah, I don't know, 65s, maybe. Okay. Uh, Super Chicks, thank you. Hey, Mark and Dave, thanks for helping me troubleshoot my twin sister combo. Dave, Ronnie Latakero from TNT would be a great guest, as would John Norum. Yeah, both of those would be great guests if anyone knows them. Yeah, hit me up. Help us out. Uh, let's see. I think he means the PV Mace because the Pacer is solid state. Hmm. Uh, Dave, can you comment on Black Star products? Um, they make amps. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it makes amps. They have a bunch of features. Uh, some of them are okay. They just ripped off you know, uh, Thomas Blug, and you know, some of them are okay. Um. I don't know. I'd really, they really kind of, to me, they're sort of a low end amp. But I mean, some of them I've heard that sound pretty decent, though. I mean, to be honest. And I should just say that's my opinion. Um, but yeah, I thought, I thought that was shitty that they came out with like the amped one oh, yeah. thing. I'm like, come on. Uh, let's see. I can get the Steve Hackett tech on for 30 minute chat if you want. Uh, no thank you but thank you though i appreciate it i mean i want to have steve hackett on yeah uh, for sure but i appreciate it i really do um steve hackett would be amazing um yeah telefunken is a really good name it was a good name yeah red uh, beach Mark would be a good candidate guys i who? agree I, red beach yeah. Uh I could probably get to him. I grew up with his sister. Well, there you go. But I uh don't talk to her anymore. So there it's a long story. But but yeah, no, I mean it's and it's, it's half sister anyway. Um you should really try the custom buckers, have a few R eight, R nines with them and actually sound better than some of my original PIFs. Huh, I'll have to check them out. I'm looking forward to getting the pickups from um, Rewind. Yeah, those will be cool. Yeah, those are going to be Quentin awesome. James. Can Dave comment more on Black Star amps? On Black Star? <laughs> I mean, uh, no. I really, I couldn't even tell you one of their models. 
I mean, I've heard some. That's I. I don't really. Not really well versed. Uh, yeah, and Billy Gibbons. I know you reached out to him once. Yeah, I'll still work on that. Yeah, I'm still working on that. Yep, 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 yep. Well, we've gotten to all the questions. Um, maybe. I think so. I'm scrolled all the way down to the bottom. Someone said something about us not doing a, one of his super chats. I don't know. Maybe we did do it. Um, who was that? Hell if I know. <laughs> Somewhere in the chat. Um, I don't I don't think we missed any though. Let me check my phone. Maybe BV messaged me and I didn't miss it. Nope. PV's not in the chat, so I don't know. Uh Ben oh, Beast FU, did we find something that he said? He did a super chat for five dollars really early on, but then did did he I don't know. Yeah, so the first super chat was Beast Fu. He said something, but he didn't say anything. He just gave us a super chat, hmm. and and then he said, "You missed my super chat somewhere in this somewhere." Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, I'm looking <laughs> just to be, see, just to see if I can find it. Okay, well, while you're looking, I will tell people that our next show is... Um, yes, when is our next show? Because I don't know. <laughs> it's next week, next Friday. And that is with Brian Karsten from Karsten Amps. Cool. Brian's a cool dude. Um, so we will have from Karsten Amplification. I yes, sir. And Makers of the Grace and the Black Flag. And it's Karstens, not Karsten. So with an S. Right. So, and Karstens. Um, yeah, I'm sorry if I missed them on Super Chat. I don't. Yeah, it's really important if you do a Super Chat that you type in your stuff with the Super Chat, not add it after. Yeah, because then it's like a impossible yeah because yeah. otherwise we we lose it yeah yeah so we're gonna have brian on and then i'm working on um who else was the other guest oh uh john from that uh, uh that studio in nashville blackburn blackbird right yeah so john from blackbird studio in nashville amazing studio yeah and they're coming out with some online courses um or online learning sessions how to be a producer and how to you know mix and all, all that kind of stuff so they reached out to us to come on the show so we're going to have john on the show i'm just waiting to get that scheduled yeah it's and, super cool yeah, I saw that Tom Bukovac did a kind of a special video in their studio. And yeah, it looks like a really awesome studio. Um, so I'm going to get them scheduled. And 
I think we had one more super chat here at the end. We do? Yep. Okay. Jay Busk. Let me go to the end. Uh, Dave, have you had any experience with the Celestian G1220s? They're the same specs as Greenbacks, but their magnet is seven ounces lighter. I have two. Well, the, the, the twenties I have heard over the years, I, I don't have a, you don't see them that often. So I don't have a lot of experience with them, but I have heard them over the years. Um, so do I have a lot of experience? No. How do they differ from the greenback? I don't think they're that far off from the greenback, to be honest. That's what I know. It'll probably be a little quieter. Okay. Um, yeah, Beast FU is saying it's right here. Where where is your question, bro? <laughs> it's right where how about that? It keeps blocking my question, I think. Well, but you're typing right now. So right, just type your question. It won't let me, but 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 it's letting you it's letting you you're talking to us right now, so how can't you just type it in? We're seeing these. Yeah, I don't get it, bro. One of these words is blocking my question or something. Difference between, I see that. Come on. Yeah, come on. Let's see it. Come on. There must be a word in it that YouTube doesn't like. Really? <laughs> this is not. Yeah, is, is that, that a thing? <laughs> Blackbird has the best uh, mic selection. Yeah, I heard that. It's blocking the text I'm pasting in, so don't paste it in. Just write it. All right, bro. My patience is thin. <laughs> Wait, difference versus what? Come on. Higher voltage 68 plexi and using a plexi. <laughs> what the heck? Oh my god. But we're seeing words from you. I don't see I mean I'm getting part of it. Higher voltage 68 plexi and using a plexi variac. Bro, can you just type a full sentence? Uh all right. Three. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Why don't you just send me an email? There you go. Friedmanamps at gmail.com and ask it there. I'm not sure. <laughs> Why I, so see, I see higher voltage 68 plexi and I saw Variac or something. And uh, just type me an email. I'll answer it for you. Okay. Yes. And words are words is hard. I agree. <laughs> uh okay yes it can be dangerous <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh boy all right guys make sure you hit subscribe click the bell okay I, uh, if you're buying something buy it from sweetwater and put our link use our link yes and if you want any pedal board accessories go to fixpedalboards.com
You got it. And but subscribe if you're not. God damn it. Yes, we, we we like half of our viewers are not subscribed. So half of you go on there and subscribe. All right, and we'll see you next Friday at nine o'clock. Yep. Awesome. See you guys. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.